0: Hi, welcome to Aim at One Mint. I'm Adrian, and it's my great pleasure to share with you today more of what I believe. This is part two out of the initial three parts. I hope it will resonate and ring true with you. Previously, I mentioned the seven planes of existence. Below the planes are what are called the grey planes. These are the places where people go Who do not believe in god or an afterlife or people that have died suddenly as in an accident the spirits in the plains organize what are called rescue teams because the gray plains are very dark places the rescue teams will go out with lights to find the people speak to them about where they are to go and take them onto the plains i'll give you a couple of examples of souls on the Grey Plains or in the Grey Plains. There's the man who drinks but never gets drunk. Because all in spiritual thought, he just has to think of drink and the bottles appear. Similarly, the miser who thinks only of money. He doesn't even think he's dead, he just keeps counting. So they'll remain on the Grey Plains until there comes a time when they say, There must be something more than this. And all the time, the rescue teams have been talking to them, but they haven't wanted to listen. Now that they do listen, or now that they are aware of something, they go where they should have gone in the first place. This segues nicely onto dreams, because sometimes you may dream James Bond dreams where you're running, shooting, jumping, and you wake up quite exhausted. So you've actually been doing work on the Great Plains. And it can be exhausting there because the people are not understanding and they will see you perhaps as a target. I've been captured on the great plains and had to get away and it's kind of like I don't watch zombie movies but it's a little bit like that and everything is gray as well. Anyway, that's one kind of dream you may have. Another is a recurring dream and these are given by spirits to teach us something on the earth. For example, you get on a bus, to catch the bus and go somewhere where you know where you're going, but you've left your money behind, so you have to get off. Or you catch a train, but you've left your luggage behind, so you have to get off. Or you're sitting in a classroom and everyone else is writing the exam, but you can't find your pen. So these dreams, as I said, given every night until we work out the meaning of them. And very often, they're given by your higher self. And this particular example would simply indicate that you know where you're going but you don't have the means to get there a third kind of dream is an astral dream where you may dream in technicolor see flowers with beautiful colors beautiful fishes underwater and you may be breathing underwater with the fishes or you may dream you're flying i've had a lot of astrals where i'm doing both diving from flying into the water and breathing underneath and a lot more besides. Sometimes you float just above the ground as if you're on a skateboard or some sort of vehicle that transports you along without any effort. All that's actually happening in astral, maybe not quite as you see it, but it gets um, reconfigured so our human brains can make some sort of sense of it. And everybody, everybody, Apart from those who are exhausted or who take sleeping tablets all the time, whether they remember their dreams or not, go into astral every night. So while you're in astral, you can talk to your guides who will help you with your earthly problems and prepare you for your days ahead on the earth. And that's why sometimes when you go to sleep with a problem, you may wake up with the answer and say, ah, why didn't I think of this before? A poet might wake up in the middle of the night and be inspired to write dreams of poetry. And the author Richard Bach uh, has spoken about exactly that kind of inspiration he got in writing some of his books. The rotary engine is a good example. The Germans couldn't quite perfect the engine, and they handed it over to the Japanese, who sent 12 of their best engineers to sleep with pen and paper. And a couple of them woke up with the answer, and the problem was solved by using carbon and aluminium seals. So when somebody close to you has passed over, you wake up much stronger than you are when you go to bed at night because astral is what you could call a spiritual injection. And therefore, it's always earliest in the morning when you wake up that you should try to remember the answers to any important decisions for your day because your clear mind may soon become cluttered with earthly matters. A lot of people ask why they can't remember their dreams. Ask to remember your dreams before you go to sleep, because everybody dreams. There are many planets that you can reincarnate on. And if you look up into the sky at night, you'll see stars that shine different colors. Red-orange planets and blue-green planets, for example. And because every color has its own vibration, planets of different colors will be of different vibrations. Stars that shine red are evolved planets. Our blue-green Earth is of the third vibration. What that means is that on average people from the first, second, and third planes will reincarnate here. Jesus was from the sixth plane and had learnt control of our elements. However, it's no good having a lot of highly advanced people on a blue-green planet because ordinary people, the average people, will have trouble learning from them. Take Jesus, for example. People are still debating and arguing about what he meant. And he had to resort to parables to try and relate to people. On that note, if you want to learn to play the piano and you listen to and compare yourself with a concert pianist, you may think you'll never be good enough you'll never get there or if you aspire to be a painter and compare yourself with Michelangelo same sort of thing we are a water-based planet all our life begins in water and because God's plan is perfect all living things that make up the vibration of the earth have their place life begins as a one cellular amoeba it goes into plankton and into fish each containing vibration and life force always remember we are co-creators with god but we cannot give anything life so the fish swims along and eats the amoeba gains the life force next on the scale is the plant life plants learn to make their own food but they can't move from place to place next are the insects then the birds and the animals the birds have one thing that insects do not and that's instinct they also learn to feed and take care of their young. So the birds eat the plants and so gain life force. Those life force is contained within the green chlorophyll of plants. It's also called prana, and man is the only living thing that can consciously take in or breathe in or absorb the substance. When animals die, if they're not being held back for a love tie, then you might want to check out part one of this if you haven't already. Their experiences go into what's called an animal group soul. This is made up of various animals. It's a collective, each having experienced different things. When there's enough experience, this animal group soul reincarnates as a human for the first time. So what I'm saying is humans are the only form of life on earth that each have a soul. I'll move on to more conceptual things. How life is formed by colour. What makes a bean seed grow into a bean and a pumpkin seed grow into a pumpkin? All seeds vibrate at a given rate. All plants vibrate at a given rate. If the vibration of the bean seed is lowered, it'll turn into a rock. If it's lowered further, it'll disappear altogether. Both bean and pumpkin have a colour vibration at the rate of either the bean or pumpkin seed rate. The giant amoeba begins all life. Each form of life has vibration, dimension, and life force. Every living thing vibrates at its own speed and its own time. I.e. the amount of vibration necessary to make it what it is and to stay alive vibrating at that rate. The difference between a table and a tree is that Once the tree is cut and becomes a table, life force is lost. Each created thing has its own particular vibration. And life force is knowing, therefore a tree which has a similar vibration to grass but more life force is a much more thinking thing than grass or a bush. Getting back to the seeds. The bean seed vibrates at its own rate and its own time, remember? The bean seed in the ground must first have warmth and water and then obtains a conscious life force. This enables that seed to send out a root and a shoot and begin to grow. Its shoots contain chlorophyll, which, as I mentioned before, is prana, the life-giving force of a cell. Fish must eat algae. Cows must eat grass, and man is the only creature that can learn to absorb prana consciously through meditation. There are four physical, if you like, elements. Fire, water, earth, and air. And then a fifth element, ether. Getting back to the seeds again. A bean seed can never grow into a pumpkin because each seed vibrates at its own set rate. But spiritual ability... Or the raising of vibration, in that sense, has nothing in common with the set rate at which our bodies vibrate. If we were to speed up our vibrations, we would disappear. And human or spontaneous combustion occurs when something like that has happened. When a a human being has gained enlightenment in what the Buddhists call a finger snap. The mind attains enlightenment, taking part or most of the body with it, and often leaving a black sticky and sooty residue. And it's mainly the feet or fingers that are left. If the person had been more suitably enlightened, who am I to diss any kind of enlightenment, they would have departed this earth with their entire body, just as Jesus did. An electrical field flows like a fountain out of the top of the head, encircling the sides of the body. And this electricity can be felt when the hairs on your arm stand up after taking off your jersey or your arm brushes against the TV screen. All living things have an aura. Kirlian photography, Google it if you don't know about it, has been used to photograph this on plants and humans. And because there are many colors contained in each aura, defining emotions, states of mind, and disease, color healing is the best healing and the simplest to use. When a person has begun to die, no matter how slowly, Black gaps of varying thickness appear in the aura until very near death. The gaps in the aura are then almost touching one another, obliterating the color. So the black gaps in the aura signify a leaving of life force. And after a person has died, it takes a full three days for the life force to leave the body completely. That's why Jesus returned after his death, after three days. And it's also why hair and fingernails continue to grow after a person has died. It's quite easy to learn to see aura. It's much easier if you have someone to practice with. Get the person to sit against a neutral, pale background in not too harsh lighting. Look around the head without focusing too much, kind of like a thousand-yard stare. And you will first see their etheric, That's the electric field, which is a pale yellow. And if the other person is tired or run down, that'll be very narrow. And if they're full of beans, it'll be wider. Then around that, try to see the colors. Trying this with strangers in public is much harder because people almost always turn to look when you do. Here are the order of colors. White indicates good spirituality. Yellow is, as I said, the etheric. Lilac is a feeling of fulfillment, of duty in a spiritual sense, oneness on the path, and devotion. Lavender indicates trust and obedience to great white spirit, thinking and compassionate person. Violet signifies beholding of faith, a willing sharer of those beliefs, and some sort of spiritual fulfillment fulfillment or enfoldment. Pink equals contentment, being at peace. And a pale blue is a healer, healer colour. Sky blue indicates that the person's selfishness and ego is gone and that someone who shares. Royal blue indicates a greater intellect. Pale green shows that the person has immense knowledge and remembers well. Yellow-green, that's an indication of a mental healer. And then Granny Smith-Apple-green, that's someone who's striving to fulfill one's destiny. Red indicates leadership. And orange, that's someone who's very easily disturbed or annoyed. Someone who's sarcastic, antagonistic, and full of anger. I always think of people like that as a, a sausage if you pricked it with a fork, it would just pop. If you find value in what I'm sharing, please subscribe to my podcasting. And please remember that you are a sliver of divinity. Keep your sliver shining and reflecting back to God and to all life, and let no one dull your shine. You can get in touch with me regarding mental healing and clearing of negativity. My email is adrian at one mint at gmail.com.